1: This is Drinking the Blue Cooley, a Detroit Lions podcast hosted by lifelong Lions fans. UJ. It seems apparent to me that the most
2: intellectual football fans tend to be Lions fans. Bob. Safford is the best quarterback in football. Remember what you saw here. Tell your grandkids, don't forget.
3: Red Dog. I believe we're on the precipice of a new era of Detroit Lions football dominance. Connor.
0: Patricia looks like Violet Beauregard from Willy Wonka out there. An absolute blueberry on the sideline.
1: And I'm your host, Big Z. The media knows nothing. The Detroit Lions 2021 Super Bowl champs. We can't wait for this upcoming season. Relax. It's time for the pod. Blue Kool-Aid triggers. We are here on an emergency podcast. And why is emergency. that? And why is that? That is because the Lions have finally fired Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia. Um, it's been a less than interesting ride <laughs> the, uh, during this <laughs> tenure here. Uh, but I'm Big Z. And bringing it down is the rest of the Kool-Aid crew. So we got UJ. Hey, everybody. Ruddog Dog. Yo. And Connor. Hey. So it's been about an hour. We've had to process this information. Um, the Lions waiting an extra Black Friday, I don't know, ho- holiday or something. But they, they waited a day and a half to fire him after the Thanksgiving catastrophe. We're not going to get into that game at all. We don't need to. It, it was no. the same old song. Besides the three turnovers uh, and eight plays, that was a new wrinkle, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, new record. <laughs> like, uh, like a lot of people say, the Lions like to find new creative ways to lose. Yeah. They, they, <laughs>
0: Weren't the Texans like one of the worst teams at generating turnovers too? Going yes, through. they were yeah.
1: last in the league. So, um, but as a result of that game and many other games, obviously during the last three years, Matt Patricia fired, Bob Quinn fired. Wow. So, I mean, just what was your reaction? Was it yay? Was it uh, let, let's go to UJ first, our longest uh, tenured Lions fan? Well, first
4: of all, there. yay! Yes, absolutely. This needed to be done. There was no doubt. It was, it was almost cruel to keep him on. Uh, if anybody's been watching the uh, uh, interviews after the game with Patricia, it's just, it's so sad. I mean, and they keep saying, so do you think he'll be working by next week? Or do you think he'll still have a job next game? I'm just doing the best I can, you know, We're, we go to work every day, you know, just just same it was cruel, it was heartless, but he had to yeah. do it, you know. I'm, I'm just so glad it, this team was going nowhere and in spectacular fashion. So it's uh, this is the best thing they could have done. Do it now, not wait till the end of the season. I'm glad they did it. Uh, now it gives us hope for something new, at least. So, anyway,
0: Donner. I mean, this obviously needed to be done, and I, we're all happy. And I mean, all these former Lions are coming out, like Ziggy and Slay and A. Robinson are tweeting out all these things about how like they're so happy he's gone. More yeah. or less, it. I don't know. It seemed like he created this really toxic environment and, and never justified it with any sort of wins. So I, I'm definitely very excited. I'm really curious to see where they go next.
1: And we'll, we'll get to that in a moment, but a uh, dog, uh, uh, what's your reaction here?
0: I mean, I feel like we already processed this
3: a while ago. We knew this was just coming. Just was a matter of time. Uh, hopefully those players from, you know, former players speaking up represent something in this locker room that they, that, uh, you know, by it'll be a addition by subtraction that when Patricia leaves, hopefully uh, it'll leave room for a more positive vibe in the locker room and maybe we'll get a little bit of a resurgence this season. If not, you know, I'm not expecting anything crazy. But, uh, you know, sometimes you get rid of the head coach and the team plays better. That's all I can hope for right now. If not, you know, let's not win anything else and ruin our – or can't uh, a better draft. And it seemed like Patricia finally
1: <laughs> had the locker room this year. Like, this is his year. They, it, they, There's been less reports and everything like that in terms of uh, the locker room and everybody getting together and get behind Patricia. And, and now he gets fired. He finally built it after three years. But, you know, this is what everything was supposed to be building towards, and it clearly is not right. working. And that's a big reason why. Yeah. I mean, the product and field, losses. Helps- houses.
3: And how deep was that having the locker room? Was that really having the locker room, or was that just sufficiently shutting down arguments <laughs> against his style? Like, you know what I mean? I like, he's, he's enforced his rule by, like, execution effectively. Like, is that ever a good way? Like, someone has a disagreement with your style when you come in and you, you act them? Well, like, that's not good just it's, one, but that's like good if it works.
1: Yeah. And Bob, <laughs> oh, Bob no, has destroyed the punch here. here. Oh, <laughs> in a true emergency fashion. <laughs> wow. He <laughs> drops in like, Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Bob, let's get your reaction.
2: Oh, well, I'm, I'm pleased with this. Uh, cause well, I'm pleased and displeased. Cause I wasn't big on the hire to begin with, but I was hopeful. And, uh, my hopes were dashed. Cause he's been terrible. I, I mean, the, <laughs> you could tell the, the Patricia arrow was just winding down. I mean, the last few weeks and, uh, I mean, he's a good guy. Hopefully he do okay in his future, but, uh, for the Lions' sake, this is a great move. And uh, and Quinn, he's been a mixed bag, but uh he shot himself in the foot when he tied himself to Patricia, so he needed to go mm. too. So I'm excited about the future now. There yeah, didn't seem much seem didn't seem like much hope with what they were doing right now. No. So. And can't you believe that the um, Lions
1: fired the coach that called the greatest play in a defensive play in Super Bowl? Hard to believe. Yeah. Hard to believe. How hard How did to... they do that? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Don't <laughs> they know who they've got? Come on. And, but here's the other thing. I, I hate this so much. Like Reggie Bush after the Thanksgiving game said, like, and the, the Lions fired Caldwell for this. No, the Lions fired Caldwell because I, all these former Lions players acted like they won a Super Bowl under Caldwell. No, they yep. they, had like yeah. they had like a two hundred they had like a two hundred uh winning percentage against teams over five hundred in the Caldwell era. That Caldwell took a team that was Uber talented, obviously took them to playoffs that year. But they, uh, he, Caldwell hired Joel Lombardi to come over with the staff. Awful, awful decision. Cost the Lions a possible Super, super Bowl run for sure with the defense that he built. Terry Austin was a good hire, but um, but then it they didn't get better after what was Caldwell here three, four years,
0: three, yeah, or four years. Yeah, no, four years. Think- vision, yeah, four years, and there was sick.
1: no, yeah, th- there was a reason he got fired. They they weren't beating good teams consistently. No, and the the team looked like they gave up at the end of that season too. So I, Caldwell, obviously a good guy, very much a players' coach. All the players love him. And then they brought in Patricia, the complete opposite. All the players hate him.
3: Don't don't <laughs> call him a good guy in front of you, Jay. That, it always triggers him. Yeah, I'm not a Caldwell fan.
1: Right? No, <laughs> you ever but
3: uses
4: that, the, the great comparison. Oh yeah, Caldwell. Caldwell sucked. He, he no, I'm sorry, but and I'm still mad at him for the when he was with the Colts. Okay, I got to say it. One time here, but oh, you once? said it
1: many times on here. <laughs> yeah,
4: you said it multiple times. That yeah. team would have been perfect, and he shut them down with two games left. You don't take that away from guys. Oh, I don't want to go through that again. Let's well, focus
0: on
3: the line All right, yeah. Forget, forget, forget it. Forget it.
0: Please. <laughs> it.
3: It's a Faguzzi, Fagazi, Ouzi, Ouzi.
0: I still think they have more firings to make, though. I really think Rod would yes. be gone. I. I agree with you, Connor. See? He's the one constant through all these yeah. years. I, I hear they're yeah. hiring some search firm to look for their next GM. Like they should have a president that knows football who can I, facilitate this search.
1: the search. Rod Wood is. I think it seems like he's really good at the like business side of things in terms of like the stadium and everything like that. Because that job encompasses cu- encompasses everything. They should hire a guy that leads the football operations side of that type of side of things because i think it's it, at least from the outside looking in it looks like rod wood is like extremely close to this ford family oh yeah uh, so and they trust him a lot so i don't think he's going to be going anywhere and from at least from like the stadium side of things and tickets and all that stuff he seems to be doing a really good job and obviously it i mean it was his job to like get all the covid protocols in and stuff like that and so far the lions have been one of if, one if not the best in the league in terms of setting that up so that guy knows how to do something like good from a business side but the football side of thing i ab- obviously agree with you on that
3: how much does the president have a role in the football side of yeah why i, I don't know I,
1: the, I mean, I, th- it, the president hires the gm right
0: yeah Is it true? okay hey, well worry. that's the case of Fort should break
3: hurt. him down get it right it him
0: it just <laughs> seems like lions ownership just keeps hiring people closing their eyes and praying that it works but like I'd just like to see them make a more informed decision, and I don't know if they have the personnel in their front office to do that right now.
1: Well, do we, let's um, let me bring up some names for you, and let's start at that GM position. Now, the, these are a lot of names, probably a lot of people haven't heard, but uh, they come. I can tell you where they, uh, you know, the positions that they've been, and you can kind of, you know, gauge how they performed. So the first one, uh, uh on the list that a lot of people have uh, as a potential GM candidate is a man by name Joe Hort Hort. Hortiz Joe Hortiz I believe is how you say it director Easy of player per- <laughs> <laughs> director of player personnel from the Baltimore Ravens he's been the, he's been their director of college scouting for 10 years before being promoted to the director of player personnel in the 2019 offseason. Obviously the Ravens have had a lot of success in their drafts and building a consistent program over there and uh, and he's he's been there for 20 years so he saw Ozzie Newsom operated and they've been a consistent contender every year. So that's, that's a, uh, a hot name. The other, another one, um, let me see if I can pull it up here. I thought I had it. Um, but, uh, here, let me, let me go to, so another name that's been thrown around a lot is Reggie McKenzie, the former GM of the Raiders. This is the guy that, um, he drafted Khalil Mack, Derek Carr, a few others. Uh, he was there for about eight, eight years. So he has a lot of experience. Another name that I think I, – I actually wouldn't mind this hire is the former GM of the uh, um, Texans, Rick Smith. The Texans were uh, really good – they I mean, they built a really good roster, and then Bill O'Brien became the GM and kind of burnt it all down really fast. Um, th- that's a popular name as well. And another name that's been thrown out there a lot – I don't understand why. Maybe uh, I need to learn more about this man uh, – but Champ Kelly, the Bears' for uh, current personnel player director, uh, they, they built a terrible roster, so I'm not sure why his name. But I've seen his name on a lot of lists uh, for both the defense. Though.
2: Defense is really good. Yeah, that's yes, that's very true. Yeah. That's
1: very true. Maybe I think who. Go on. No, no, no. I was saying maybe that maybe he just uh, is the defensive GM, and there's an offensive GM. Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: I just think whoever they hire, they should just have like a litmus test, like a little slideshow, like. Like, go through a tight end. Is this an okay draft pick in the top ten? And if he says yes, you're off. You know, <laughs> anything outside of, like, a D lineman or linebacker or O lineman or quarterback, just fire him or don't, yeah. don't hire him. <laughs>
2: so, Z, if they go with the Bears guy, you know, the Patriot weighs out, the Bear weighs in. I think Trubisky will be available. Could be a new era. <laughs> oh,
1: so. boy. Oh God. Now we're really going downhill. <laughs> <laughs> then then you UJ get, gets to do a lot more Trubisky impressions. Oh so. boy. <laughs> at, least, at
3: least we'd have a good defense. right? Hey I'll <laughs> say one thing about
4: Quinn. Okay. He as as uh, Doug said, he did not draft well in the early early picks. Uh not well at all. But um he did not leave us in cap hell like previous GMs had done. So uh the next GM I think at least we'll be able to hit the ground running with a with a decent setup here. So I'll give him that.
0: Yeah, he Very did like capped base.
1: <laughs> what what do you think Bob Quinn's biggest uh fault was? Uh what's what's his worst draft pick? It's gotta be e. T's DeBoer, right? Like that's that's his all time.
0: No uh, yeah. or I mean Hawkinson. No, 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 Hockinson. not be, not no. A, Houda. Houda's, Houda's, not no, it's
4: no, no, we're not talking about the player himself, because I like Hawkinson. I like, I like Houda. Houda, but they were the wrong guys to pick that early in the draft. They should not. They should pick a lead pass
0: rusher. They're I mean Patricia, there are other tight
3: ends in this league who were not drafted to the top ten or even anywhere near the first round who are producing, including Logan Thomas, who we had. Uh, I, I mean, when we didn't have our as trenches on the defensive side or offensive side of the ball settled, so I'm, I'm. It's not Hawkinson. I like Hawkinson. But and Tom Brady was is a sixth rounder, so
2: it doesn't matter where you draft people. Come on. Thanks.
4: Yeah, but when you have, have a top I ten draft think. pick, you have a chance at an elite player. You take, you take an elite position such as a. A uh, rush guy, you know, a defensive end or an offensive lineman or something like that. You, you, that's where you find those elite guys, and, and we that's where you build
3: your foundation. Yeah, and,
4: and that's what we—that's what Quinn failed to do.
3: We don't have an elite pass rusher, and we draft a tight end. We, we know that the. the
2: pass rush is bad. I mean, well, we needed a tight end in a bad way. I gotta say, I think that was a good pick myself. But you can get pass rushers also not in the first. I would have hoped round. it would
0: have addressed the pass rush more in free agency, and that wasn't done either. You didn't need to draft for that. You could have fixed it in other ways, but he didn't explore those either.
3: Well, like, and then his his one attempt was Trey Flowers. Well, I like Trey Flowers, but he's not an elite pass rusher he's a good either. Player, he's just for his contract. I would he's put a really good all around. I
2: would put Tavai as one of his worst picks. I mean, just this how high right now, he was drafted. Yeah.
0: I voted that was for a, a Pro waste Pro Bowl, to pick because I'm biased.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I voted <put laughs> all Lions for the Pro Bowl. I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm really.
1: I, like- the board. I, I mean, that guy was uh, that. He was dead. dead man walking like in, in training camp immediately. Like he, he could barely find the field. He got burned constantly. Uh, I mean, he that I thought that was his worst pick by far.
3: Yeah, I, yeah. Well, as far as actual players, yes, um, I would agree. Let hey, me right, right,
2: When uh, when T.J. Hawkinson catches the game-winning touchdown of the Super Bowl, you'll apologize. So that'll be <laughs> happening about two no, years. I, year I right.
3: won't. So. I will not. <laughs> Uh, I'm I think with that. A, I'm not bad about that, I think with a, to apologize for. if
1: you get TJ Hawkinson into an offense, like let's say the Lions hire Eric Bieniemy from the Kansas yeah, City Chiefs, look I what they've done with Travis Kelsey. If you look at Travis Kelsey and TJ Hawkinson, I think their skill set's very similar and Hawkinson's <laughs> arguably a better blocker. So I think if you put Hawkinson in the right situation, he's going to become even, even more elite I receiver. I like
0: that. By the way, he's my number you one know, for head coach. Andy Reid is the coaching tree we should be looking to, not the Patriots. Yes. Those, and that coaching tree is much more successful than
1: Belichick's coaching tree. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um. And just some of the players drafted after Tease the Board. Juju smith Juicer, Alvin Kamara, Chris Godwin, Kareem Hunt, Shaquille Griffin. Uh, well, Kenny Galladay got drafted oh. in that same draft. Eddie Jackson, the We're safety. Playing? Uh. So... The, oh, yeah.
3: We're playing that game. Well, look at the guys we could have drafted instead of Hawkinson. We got like Brian Burns, who's tearing it up as a pass rusher. Tearing it up. Tearing, it up, tearing so it
1: is uh, tearing it up is uh, definitely an exaggeration, yeah. in my opinion. No, and,
3: he, he is. He has a ton of pressures this year, like he's so, one of the top in the league. But you to say Trey Flowers
1: in the lead pass rusher, but uh, Brian Burns is. He's, but they like have an equal amount of pressures. Has, so no, they don't. You're, you're, he has the same as
3: as Aquara, who has more pressures than.
1: Only because Trey Boy. Flowers has been hurt, but if you if you do it over like a course of sixteen oh, games, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, and I, if you're I'm just about, like What's a success? Is, ins- a pres- is a pressure is a pressure a success. if Trey Flowers is, is an elite pass rusher by your measurement. So
0: Trey Flowers is not the move to focus on. I think in the Patricia era of Quinn, but that's there,
2: yeah. Where is the ex- was- Patriots going to go now that the Quinn's gone? They have nobody to trade. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> some like, defensive backs coach role.
1: Yeah, yeah. and uh, I mean, Bob Quinn also gave what twenty-two million dollars to Jesse James, a guy that, uh, I mean, way way overpaid. I I, yeah. I thought yeah. I thought they were gonna find a uh, like success for him in a passing game. They never used him. Yeah, um, no, and he was no. just a mediocre blocker at best. Yeah, he I wasn't even so, like an elite blocker. Yeah.
2: And Big V right. paid a lot of money for him, and he's done nothing. I mean, he's been hurt, but whatever. Yeah,
1: I feel like that's more on the injury side. So uh, that that's why it's a little right. harder to yeah. hit him on that one, at least. Uh, the, Justin anyway. Coleman, the Justin Coleman signing hasn't really worked out either. He's elite for about six weeks of the season last year, and then it, it's been kind of downhill <laughs> for him.
3: That's a little hard to put that one on Coleman as much because of the way the defense was run. I mean – yeah, that, this defense has been catastrophic on every level, so it's hard to blame any one player.
1: Yeah, there there was, there was one more GM name I wanted to mention, uh, Brad Holmes. He is the uh, college scouting director of the uh, Rams, so that, that was the other name. I just want to throw all these names out there, because when they hire him, we can say... We talked about him here first. All right. Big Z. And <laughs> top of right. All
3: right. Give right. a longer <laughs> list. Let so just
2: cover all of it. And do we have a Kellen Moore for head coach? Is that is that coming up too? Oh,
1: uh, yeah. I'm
2: sure, Dan, last team will have job.
1: Did Kellen Moore oh. – do we want the Kellen Moore that calls a, a 10-yard hitch route on fourth and one from your own 35? I don't know if you guys saw it in the, that game against the Redskins no. on Thursday, but that's exactly but, what he did. But he's been
2: a good coach for them, you got to admit. I know, maybe that play was bad, but
1: um, yeah, it, you could you could say that I guess.
2: Dak uh, <laughs> Prescott's 4,900 yard, 30 touchdown season was under his tutelage. Well, he's Jekyll
1: and Hyde. He's Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, th- just because, like last year when he faced the Patriots, who had an elite defense last year, it, it was it was ugly. So the there's there's up and down to him. I mean, he's really what is he? 35? Not, not even 33? So. Yeah. He he's got a lot of learning to do still. So, it, it, but uh, yeah. as a head coach, I don't know.
3: I've I I said something. this on you before. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. I want Jim Schwartz back. I think that's the move. I think it's it's a uh, kismet. It's destiny. I think bring him back and let him bring. A, he got us out of the, the mire of zero and sixteen. Let him take us the rest of the way. Now that he's gone through his journey of development.
0: I mean, the Eagles what? seem to hate him. So maybe we can get him. Oh, he's Eagles fans. They hate him. The Eagles fans are not. At least earlier this year, not big fans of Jim Schwartz. So. Yeah, he he's oh, he yeah. hasn't had a
1: stellar year this year from a coaching. I, his name's on no list. I haven't seen any momentum towards him. But do we? Let me ask a more general question here. Do we want to hire a coach that is known for a good game planner, or do we want a guy that's going to build like, like a good culture builder? So I, for example, the the Panthers could have hired Joe Brady as their head coach, who is a great schemer at LSU. Or they could have hired a guy like Matt Rule, who is a, who's known as like a guy that takes bad programs and turns them around and makes them good, and that's kind of what he's doing with the Panthers right now. So that's the difference I'm talking about. Do we want a guy that's like more of a schemer, or a guy that's going to be a cultural culture builder? I don't
0: know. A I, I builder, said, yeah, I would have <laughs> said during Caldwell that yeah. the culture not the right
1: one. He tried and failed. I think but- it is. <laughs> and
3: uh- I mean. Caldwell did it pretty much purely on culture. I mean, they say what you want about the guy, but he got him at least playing. You know, everyone liked him and like bought in and were playing hard, but then everything else he was lacking in. So they definitely
0: framed I mean, Patricia as a culture hire too, though. Like they've talked all over and over again about yeah. how. I mean, that's what was. that's what he tried yeah. to build. That was the whole he thing. Tried to build.
1: They, the Lions built a hill for the players to run up on. So they, they clearly were also in on trying to build yeah. this culture, the Patriot way. Well,
3: he, he, Here's the thing. Yeah. I want to get a guy who who has proven he knows what he's doing. I mean, sure, we can maybe go with a B enemy guy. Like, I, I am intrigued by that because of his success as an offensive coordinator. Is he going to call the plays, though? Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm just like, I feel like we've taken a few shot I think a shot at a couple guys like. Like not just head coach, but who have come in and not really been what they were before and failed miserably, like Joe Lombardi, and then, uh but oh, uh, Cooter now I know now Patricia yeah Cooter, guy he who hasn't done it before. <laughs> I like I like right. some proven some proven people here. The only thing about Eric like Bieniemy
1: some- that you have to you know be conscious of is that Andy Reid is still the guy that runs that Kansas City team and. You never know who's actually calling more of the plays there, especially when it comes mm. to crunch time. And Eric Biennami, before he was, um, the last time he was a true offensive coordinator was at Colorado. And his teams, uh, in the two years that he's offensive coordinator, ranked 109th and 120th in the country in offense. So it's either he's learned a lot since then and he's calling a lot of plays for the Chiefs, or he just kind of worked his way and kind of is a good contributor. But so it, it, that's always the, you know. The pro and con of hiring a guy like that. I,
3: that. I think that was like Joe Lombardi was actually the water boy for Drew Brees, but they you got all that credit for him. Eh? Can I can I say who I I would
1: like to see as, as at least a front runner here? Uh, yeah. my, and I mentioned him in the last podcast. Is Dennis Allen the defense coordinator for the Saints? I think he is a really really good defense coordinator. He's a the players love playing for him, uh, and and his defense has always been in the top ten since he arrived uh, to the to the Saints like four or five years ago. Um, and he and he's just like a hard nosed guy. I, I, I think we'd really like him a lot. He was a Raiders head coach um, for two years. The best they finished was 500. But that was also like at the end of the L Davis ownership era when he was doing a lot of wacky things like demanding that they draft like the fastest wide receiver in the draft and such. So it's hard to say how much that was. The Raiders went through like three head coaches in four years. It was a really weird period. I think we that need a guy who can
4: handle players though. Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Of, That's hand- why I like Dennis Allen. Yeah. Patricia's That's why His like. way of handling personalities was to get them off the team. So they didn't rock the boat or whatever. Right. you get, you get talented guys. They're going to be different personalities. We got someone who can blend with these personalities. We got rid of great talent because their personalities didn't mesh with Eric system.
0: Right. Someone who can take talent and, and make a mesh. Did uh, uh did we mention the 49ers guy? Uh Robert Casale. Sala. Robert Sala. Yeah. He's from I, No, I didn't
1: get to him yet yeah, we I just uh started to list him off. I
0: know a lot of people have been high on him on Twitter and he Well he'd be entertaining,
1: that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he is uh he, he is a very energetic sideline presence for sure.
3: I think we could probably get Jim Harbaugh guys.
0: Yeah. I'm not even going to add oh, Please, yeah.
3: Connor and it'd be like, he'd be on. happy he's off Michigan and then... I wouldn't <laughs> cut him off. But, you know, I, I like that Allen, I like what you said about Allen, a guy who, I don't need a guy who's necessarily been a successful head coach, but a guy who has, at least knows what it means to be a head coach. Because I just, I, I feel like it it's such a big, big jump from coordinator to, to running the whole show and not, there's no guarantee of success there. Obviously, there's no guarantee of success everywhere, but, like, it's like, I feel less sure about a guy who's never been there before. But I like that aspect of a guy like that.
1: Yeah. Um, another hot defensive coordinator uh, named Matt Eberflus of the Indianapolis Colts. Um, he, I, Eberflus. He's done a really good job uh, with that Colts defense. And he, his defense is built on a ferocious front four, a strong linebacker. Well, they have Darius Leonard right now. And then uh, just kind of making it work in the back end, but he's turned around Xavier Rhodes career right there this year. Um, so, and he, he was also with the Cowboys for many years with DeMarcus Ware, Sean Lee, Jalen Smith, Anthony Hitchens. He was in charge of developing all those guys as well. So he, he's, he's had over a decade worth of experience as an NFL coach. So that's definitely a name that'll be up there. I'm sure. Um, and I, I forgot to mention as another GM possibility is as the assistant GM of the Colts. Um, his name is Ed Dodds. he's, he was uh, promoted to their vice president of player personnel in 2018. Now he's a, also assistant GM. And they've done a masterful job at drafting uh, defensive players, especially in the second round and later. So that that wouldn't be the worst uh, hire either.
2: Yeah. What about uh, with bringing in Calvin Johnson? I mean, we still don't have to pay him his million dollars. We'll pay him for the new job. We still screw him over. And we'll vote him. A <laughs> 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 but but uh, people have mentioned Spielman if you're going to go in the Lions well as a guy. But
1: I don't know about that. Ooh. Spielman as a GM? Yeah. No, no,
2: no, no, Ooh. no, no, no. I personally don't as like that idea, we've but we've seen I've that seen before. <laughs> <other>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. That was Matt, Matt Millen. <laughs> Matt Millen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well,
3: I mean, yeah. he has Lions well, history. Though, that's but, a little yeah. bit of a difference. Well, you don't know. They're saying same a similar
4: backgrounds, though. That's uh, yeah. super Wait, similar. to Matt background. Millen?
3: Matt Millen played? Yeah.
4: For the Lions? Not for the Lions. Even He's a player. Oh,
3: I thought. Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, An something. announcer for a long time before he got here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Bringing
0: back would... the Lions. Let's just have Scott Linehan as head coach or something like that.
1: <laughs> um, oh, God. I don't know. Um, if we're looking for a culture builder type guy, um, like from the Kyle Drinks, like Matt Rule, a name that's floated out there a lot is Matt Campbell from Iowa State. Uh, the. And if you watch that Iowa State game against Texas this week, he was, he did a great job managing the game to get him in position to win that game. So that is always that he's been he's been in a couple interviews before. So uh, taking a guy from the Kyle drinks not totally out of the question, I would say.
0: I wouldn't mind looking towards Ohio State or Alabama. Those are very well run.
1: Iowa State, Iowa State.
0: No, I know. I was caveating off that.
1: Oh, got you, got you, got you.
0: I I think. Uh, Ohio State or Alabama or Clemson, like those pretty much well-oiled machines, wouldn't be bad universities to look at. Um, mm-hmm.
3: Brian Kelly him away from Notre Dame because I
0: over Notre hey, he turned, They're probably... he
3: turned Cincinnati into a relevant program, and then he has Notre Dame consistently competing for the playoffs. So, yeah, okay. then they're, oh, however I, you want to rate him. I, I,
0: I would, I would say Brian
1: Kelly's done a pretty good job at Notre Dame.
0: Notre Dame's a mirage, but that's just me. He's a hater. He's a hater. <laughs> they just always get smacked around by actually good teams, and they got lucky with Clemson this year because. Oh, oh yeah. it's luck when oh. they win. When your quarterback, quarterback the is out, yeah, that's, and you barely beat them, I think there's questions to be asked about. Yeah, because that other guy who took but, go really sucked. He was terrible.
1: Yeah, he only had like 400 yeah, yards of awful. offense in that game. He was
3: Anyways, let's focus back on the Lions here.
1: <laughs> Hey, can
3: we just all agree, whoever we hire as a head coach, can we just please not get someone who's got a reputation for being like a genius? Because that has not worked out well. Yeah, let's get
1: the dumbest. Let's get the dumbest. (laughs) Biggest
3: idiot we can find. (laughs) Um, <laughs> At least then we don't have to loosen all the headlines about how smart they are when then while they go out and lose games. If he's an a idiot more... and then he does good, we go, wow, this guy is just an idiot. Yeah, exactly <laughs> a,
1: a few more names to throw out there: uh, Don Martindale, the Ravens' defensive coordinator. Um, again, this also could be linked to the GM. If you get that GM from the Patri- uh, the Ravens, I mentioned then maybe they hire a Don Martindale because they're very familiar with how to build the system. So keep that in mind. The GM uh, could have a big – obviously he's going to have a huge influence on who um, is hired next, yeah. uh, and these connections could be important. Josh McDaniels is always a name that's thrown out, thrown out there. But, no. but we don't want that now. We're going to try to get away from the Patriot. Like, trying to get away. Um,
3: Dear God.
1: No. Um. Arthur Smith, uh, offensive coordinator for the Titans. He's his name is starting to become really well known in NFL circles. Um, Br- the young defensive coordinator for the Rams this year. By the way, the Rams uh, under Sean McVay. I just want to mention thirty-two and zero when they have a lead, at, and and uh, the at, at halftime when they have a lead at halftime, and under Sean McVay. And then uh, this Braden Staley guy. The Rams defense this year have only allowed two touchdowns in the second half. This whole season, Ow. two touchdowns. Can you imagine if the Lions even, only so allowed two touchdowns in the second half all year? Uh, but, of course, they Jeez. do have the best cornerback and the best defensive tackle in the league, so two of the, the top five defensive players on the same team, so that always helps. Um, and then another name, I mentioned him on the podcast last week, just mentioned him again, Dave Taub, the special teams coach of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. He's been around for 20-plus years in the league. Uh, his name's always floated out there. He's definitely. He, I think he's taken like two or three interviews in the past. No one's ever hired him, but uh, special teams coach can be successful. Look at John Harbaugh. So uh, those are some of the names as well. Uh, if, if you guys had to pick up one guy right now, just just a guess, th- just a shot in the wind, who do you think is the Lions next head coach? Just for fun. It's well, pretty like time for head coach. Um,
0: I, I'm saying uh, Chiefs OC, the uh, enemy or whatever. The enemy. The enemy? If I'm you're making me pick it. now, I'll go be on a B.
1: <laughs> okay.
4: I'm going with Zach's pick. The D coordinator from the Saints.
1: Dennis Allen, yeah. Dennis
3: Allen, I'm going with that
1: one.
3: I'm sticking with what I've been saying. Bring in Jim Schwartz. Complete the okay, cycle. Okay, well. Complete, I, the, complete the destiny.
1: That <laughs> that will not be happening. I'll, I'll bet my life. I have a,
3: pretty sure. They, I, have a <laughs> I have a question. I have a question. How do you guys feel like back to Connor's point about Rob Woodson, how do you guys feel about the ability of this like leader who's left uh, above the GM to actually Not hire good. the right Not guy going forward?
0: I, like I said earlier, if you're hiring this consulting yeah, That's part, my biggest concern. Like that's what, like you should have a football guy in there in all these meetings and all these conversations yeah. and all these scouting. Well.
1: I mean, well, the football the first- guy is the, the when it, when there's a big change like this, the uh the NFL steps in with like their commission yeah. to help. Um, Clearly, it worked so well last consult. time. I'm just in. saying they have consultants. That, it's not just the Lions. This this is happening out right now with the Falcons, um, as well, Tech. and the Texans. Yeah, so th- these owners like th- th- there's some consultant that the NFL hires that with with a lot of experience. Uh, and then yes, somebody got a million inf-
2: bucks to pick Patricia. That, that was a <laughs>
4: Yeah. It's a great think
0: job, a really the consultant job. They, well, help. they, they help. gave it to they, they gave it to Bob Quinn. Quinn.
1: Bob Quinn hired Patricia. Yeah. So, so like yeah. the yeah.
0: a great franchise. We're gonna be like, oh, thank God, the Falcons are doing it too. Like I don't know, they suck.
3: <laughs> well, we won't know what the results of what we're talking about till next year down the road. That's, I mean, the process yeah. just started.
0: I feel like these are conversations for another pod, really, and. Or in greater detail than we can go over. Yeah, right. and
1: I would expect these hires to happen once the season is complete after the Super Bowl. I don't think you normally see you. You we're not going to see anything in two weeks here. This will this will take a little bit of time, especially from the GM, and uh, they're not going to hire a head coach without the GM first. So, um, yeah. there's a little bit of waiting to do, but we'll see right. what. And Darren Bevel, did we mention that he's the interim uh, offensive uh, or head coach now? Do we have any thoughts on that? Yeah.
4: Um, yeah.
0: It's going be interesting so to maybe, see the play oh, see.
4: with Patricia gone. See how much
0: influence Patricia had on the play. You watch them, like, yeah, go on a yes. computer, Like, Stafford's getting six touchdowns every game. And, like, <laughs> that'd yards. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be awesome.
1: I just want to also note that this Ravens-Steelers game looks like it's in serious doubt to be played. And if there's a game canceled, there's a very good chance that the playoffs gets extended to eight teams. So the Lions still ha- would have an outside shot at making the playoffs here. Um, yeah. Because that would be, that'd make it a whole game less that they need to win now to get in possibly. So just throwing it out there. Oh. Maybe there's games to be, that have meaning still, and we can make the playoffs without Matt Patricia. There's always hope,
4: guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right.
1: Wow. And now that this is a really great chance for Corey Unland to prove himself as defensive coordinator.
3: <laughs> yeah. our, he's our quote-unquote oh, defensive yeah. coordinator
1: We're- right now. But uh, – now he can be our real defensive coordinator. <laughs> I don't
3: know, right? No, Patricia. I'm interested just to see Patricia's influence removed from this team and see what happens. Yeah, That's, that'll be the biggest thing going to watch this season going forward.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, i I think I think uh, we, we'll have a lot more to say on this going forward. A whole lot more, for sure. But I want to thank uh, everybody for tuning in here. Emergency podcast. We've only had a few of these. We had the Golden Tate trade one. Uh, There's a couple others. I don't remember. But this is uh, definitely one of the most important, if not the most important one to be done yet. By the way, I
4: just read read an interesting Romeo Cornell uh, quote. He says, there's two types of coaches in the league. Those who've been fired and those who will be fired. So.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's all that. Deep. Isn't that that deep Steelers, Steelers it's head very coach deep. Or the state <laughs> the Saints head
4: coach. So we're just looking to see who the next coach we're gonna have that we're gonna be firing in three years. You need to drink the Kool Aid.
1: Yeah, drink some Kool-Aid, <laughs> like yeah. you
4: All All right, So, so, enjoy the the moment.
2: <laughs> so well, I-
1: thank you every- so thank you everybody for listening. Twitter at Drinking Alliance, Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, and stay tuned for more podcasts here. Uh as we get ready to wrap up this season and continue our conversation about the new Lions regime, whatever that may be. So, thank you, everybody, for listening. For UJ, Connor, Bob, and Rudd Dog yep. on Big C. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And last but not
2: least, as always, go <laughs> Lions! Forward hey, hey!
1: oh, down the field. A charging
4: team
3: that will not yield.
4: And when the blue
2: and silver
3: wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Go.